Live from our studios in upstate South Carolina, this is Track Chat Live. I'm dropping the hammer. No, you're not. Your destination for local short track coverage from the Carolinas to Northeast Georgia. He didn't slam at you, he didn't bump you, he didn't nudge you. He rubbed you. And rubbing son is racing. Race results, breaking news, and interviews from track promoters and drivers. A show designed for racing fans by a fan. Just wrecked. 33 came off the bottom and wiped us out. Asphalt and dirt combined. Track Chat Live starts now. Here's your host, Just Jeff, alongside track champion and upstate racing legend, The Rocket, David Roberts. Welcome to Track Chat Live on All Hallows Eve, Monday, October the 30th, 2023, and it's a spooky edition. <laughs> David, you're already scaring me over there, man. That costume is just, oh, it's scary. <laughs> so, David, how was your your weekend? We, we were going to talk about it in a little bit when we do the results from Florence, but uh, my weekend was kind of crazy. We had... Uh, the tour of destruction down at Anderson Motor Speedway, and I tell you what, they left a path of destruction in their way whenever they left, and it was no damage to the racetrack that I can tell. But there was, man, a lot of cars everywhere, trucks. They had a jet car down there that basically burned everything to the ground. It was the one little thing, and it it was a mess. But everyone uh, made it out alive, which is is great, and. Uh, that's going to be it for Anderson this year. No more events going on. Just the banquet coming up next Monday, which that's going to be kind of fun. We're going to be in two places at one time. Yeah, we can't tell our secret. We won't tell our secret, but we'll let you know. Yeah. We'll be back next Monday night. So uh, just make sure you have your radio turned on. For track chat live. And then, yes, we've got the Red Kettle campaign as well coming up. We're going to be ringing the bell for the Salvation Army on November the 18th up at the Hobby Lobby in Anderson. It's going to be an all-day event. And we're going to have different racers come out and spend an hour's time ringing the bell and trying to help raise money. So we'll be posting the list of all those drivers so you can come out there and and give money when they're out there ringing the bell. And then, of course, we got the Christmas Parade coming up in a few weeks. The Anderson Christmas Parade. I think it's the first weekend in December. So you can go check us out. Anderson Motor Speedway. You going to have a float? Yeah, we're going to have a float. We're our track champion on there. We're going to have Justin Sorrow, the limited late model, yeah. 2023, back-to-back. What about other? What about other champions? They're all welcome can to they join. Ride? They're all welcome to join. Well, they need to come ride. Yeah, they can come ride on the float. We had some last year as well, so... yeah. All the track champions are welcome to come out and ride on the float and be in the parade with us. Yep. So, David, let's go ahead and cover our racing results. We don't have many, but I know we have some asphalt results, and then I got some dirt stuff over here. Yeah, well, Anderson Motor Speedway, as we just talked about, you know, they got no racing schedule. they they pretty much done for the year other than the banquet, which is Monday the 6th. And, you know, you can go online and look and buy some tickets and come on your favorite driver and, and watch them, you know, Eat some good food and just have a great night. So look that up and come join the banquet. Dillon Motor Speedway, no race schedule. Their next is November the 4th, the annual Fall Spectacular 400. And I'm not sure what classes they're running, but that sounds like it's going to be a good race. A lot of racing going on. A good place to go watch a race. Florence Motor Speedway, the PD 225. The limited... The all-pro limited late model was won by high side Ryan Jelinski. And Ryan started on the outside pole and had a, got together there on the first lap, and he had to go to the back. And he come from the back, and I think we had like 17, 18 cars and, and wound up winning the race. The legend car was Keaton Bellows. The Chargers was Ricky Locklear Jr. The Bandoleros was Ellie Gossett. The Thunder and Lightning was Ken McClary. Their next event at Florence is the extreme monster trucks and that is november the 4th so that'll be a good deal this saturday be fun to go watch the big monster trucks i wonder if if the bigfoot monster truck is going to be there i don't know that's my favorite bigfoot they ain't got no wall they can let them go down there and come up out there like you know come up over the top of the racetrack now how cool would that be watch them go down and climb a tree yeah climb a tree come (laughs) up over there that'd be pretty cool i didn't think about that would be awesome 
So Hickory Motor Speedway, no race schedule. Their next race is November the 11th, the Fall Brawl. The Fall Brawl. And I don't know what annual race that is. They've been having it for a long time, but that's a man. That's a, a cool race to go to. We've said it a million times. It's so much nicer to try to race this time of year. The temperatures are good. Well, actually, today wasn't really a fall day. Yeah, but It's coming. Winter's it's coming. coming tomorrow. It's coming. But the Fall Brawl is normally in October sometime. They've moved it to November. I'm not really sure why, but... Uh, you know, scheduling stuff, but that that's always a cool race. Kingsport Speedway, no race scheduled. I'm pretty sure they're done for the year. You know, we'll look at their website for next year's Tri-County. We got old Smiley Riley Gentry. One half of the Gentry Nation. One half of the Gentry Nation. And I guess, I don't know what went on with him. The after party was too good or something, but he got engaged this weekend too. So I don't know what I saw you know. that. So congratulations yeah. going out to Riley Gentry and Megan. Yeah. Uh, I know a good DJ, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna yeah. put that out yeah. there. Just put that out there. Just put your hat in the ring. Put right? my hat in there. Yep. But yeah, I'm happy for them. I say they seem like a good couple and good folks. So hopefully that that'll go good. Limited late model was Landon Huffman. The street stock was Marlon Yoder. The front wheel drive was Jason Powell. The Renegades was Dalton Ledbetter. The Outlaws, old man Martin Nesbitz. The Vintage was Cody McDemorals. And the Pro 4 was Curtis Pardue. Their, their season is over for the year, and they've had a great season, done a lot of work with the racetracks, really a nice facilities, and they got some stuff they're going to do this winter to make it even better. So. Yeah, I saw quite a few guys from this area made their way up to race at Tri County this past weekend. Yep. That was pretty yep. cool. Yeah, I seen Tasha was there, and she, you know, she had a good run. Finally, finished the race. Uh, yeah, I know they've been having a lot of bad luck. So, you know. Yeah, I saw Ralph Carnes was up there Ralph, as well. That's what they say. Ralph and Ralph was up there. They run the limited and the late model and had a you know good good run in both cars. And second time they've been there, whatever. So that's just a nice place to go. Yes, it is. So the Southeast Super Trucks, their season's over, and be looking for what's coming next with them. Alan Huffman was your winner in the Southeast Super Trucks, and TJ Lawless. Yeah. So we need to talk. To, I need to talk to Alan about his pit box. I think that's what brought him to luck win that cha- that championship this year. He got the Rockets old. That thing's won quite a few championships. So. Well, he, you might have had a hand in that. Well, I guess you did. Yeah. Pit box is what it's all about. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> all right, let's cover our dirt. On dirt, the dirt sheet, as we call it. Cherokee Speedway had no race. Their next race is going to be October the 31st, which is tomorrow. And wear your costume to Cherokee. You might get some treats. No tricks, all treats. No tricks, all treats. That's right. Cherokee Speedway. Harris Speedway, they had no race. Their next race is going to be November the 4th, the Flat Track Motorcycles. Should be a good one. Lawrence Speedway. Of course, we're going to be talking to Chris Lyons here tonight. Kind of get the lowdown on how everything went down at Lawrence Speedway this season, but their season is over. But yep. they've already, I'm sure they're making plans now to get things ready for 2024. So we can't wait to talk with Chris and find out about that. Livonia Speedway, no race scheduled this past week. Their next race is Friday, November the 10th. And then Travelers Rest Speedway, Eddie Ray and the guys up there, they had no race this past weekend. And they don't have anything really on the schedule yet. They may drop maybe one in. I know how they do sometimes mm-hmm. up there at Traveler's Rest, so we'll wait and see what happens there. And let, let me give a shout-out to Justin Harris, from good old boy from Court. He is the Sportsman of the Year in the Hornets division. So oh, I've seen, seen where he got a big old nice trophy. Show. I mean, that's Yeah, that's a cool. lot of the guys also, I forgot to mention that, went mm-hmm. up to Charlotte, the dirt track, and, and yep. competed this past weekend. So congratulations. Yeah, a lot of hometown boys. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the upstate represent, mm-hmm. so we, we had a good showing up there. But we'll go ahead and take our first break, and then we'll come back with our guest right here on Track Chat Live. When you want great food, don't run to the border. Head over to El Taco in Anderson, home of the scratch-made recipes. They're family-owned and operated at 192 Civic Center Boulevard behind Tractor Supply. All your Fiesta favorites, including Mexican hot dogs, quesadillas, and the 99-cent Taco Tuesday deal. Stop by for a lunch combo, set up your next catering, or simply use DoorDash. Call them at 864-540-8500 or eltacoanderson.com. Brookshire Collision has been serving the upstate for 39 years with the best hands-on service that will leave your car looking brand new. 
Their certified technicians cover foreign and domestic vehicles. All insurance companies are accepted along with free estimates by appointment. Call today at 864-288-9875 or stop by 115 Murray Drive in Malden and talk to Beamer. Tell them you heard about it on Track Chat Live. Paul's All Hands on Deck is a family-owned and operated business serving the upstate with 15 years' experience. Painting and pressure washing are just a few of the things they specialize in. They'll handle all your inside or outside jobs in a timely manner. Call them now for a free estimate at 864-213-7502. No job is too big or small for Hall's All Hands on Deck. Are you tired of your garage floor looking dull, cracked, or stained? Exquisite garage floor coating can transform your concrete surface in as little as one day. We offer custom flake systems in multiple color combinations, metallic, and stains. Protect your concrete surface and add value to your home by turning that plain garage into a showpiece. Contact us for your no-obligation free quote. Find us on Facebook or go to eqfloors.com today. Don't settle for anything less than exquisite. Timco of the Upstate is a precision machine shop founded in 1968. For 54 years, they have been serving the Anderson area with their machining and fabrication needs. Located at 921 Pyramidary Road, they have kept up the pace with changing technology, tooling, and quality of service. The employees at Timco have 20 plus years of machining excellence. For a quote about fabrication or machining, call 864-226-8509 or visit their website, timcoupstate.com. Do you want the best garage doors? Do you want the best installation? Call 864-451-8883. Covering the upstate with a five-star reputation that was earned through great customer service. They're ready for you around the clock for routine maintenance or emergencies. Mention you heard this ad and receive 25% off new purchase. Don't fool with the rest. Call Best Overhead Doors or visit bestoverheaddoorssc.com. Electric City Pizza is your downtown destination for good times and great food. Come meet some friends and cheer on your favorite team on one of their nine TVs. Try the lunch buffet Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2 for only $9.99. They are open from 11 to 9 Tuesday through Sunday for your call-in or sit-down meals. Check their Facebook page for daily deals or stop by 305 South Main Street in downtown Anderson across from the Blakely Station. This is Chris Lyons with Lawrence County Speedway. When I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to Track Chat Live. Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass. Here on Track Chat Live, just Jeff and the Rocket David Roberts. Ooh. <laughs> I think you know what song Ooh, that is. Yeah. <laughs> Getting kind of spooky here in the studio. That costume, David, is killing me, man. You need to take that off and scare me, really. <laughs> All right, David, I think you know what time it is. We're going to go ahead and get our guest on here. Yes, sir. Straight down from your area, your neck of the woods, as they say, the one and only. Chris Lyons from Lawrence County Speedway, the Darlington of Dirt. Mr. Chris, how you doing, sir? Doing good. You? Doing great. We uh glad to have you here once again on Track Chat Live. Kind of get a recap of your 2023 season. I'm going to let David go ahead and start yeah. drilling you. Well, let's first let's talk about our weekend. We've been to Charlotte with the with your son there running the what a Thunder Bomber. Thunder Bomber. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I talked to you earlier in the week and had a he, he, he's kind of sat there and fouled the plugs out for qualifying. So I, tell, tell us about how it went after that. How did he do? Uh, he started eighth in the heat race and had to finish top three. He finished fourth, one outside. Hmm. That put him in the uh, consolation race. He started third 
and had to finish top two, and he finished third. Wow. So he was one short from making the show. Yeah. That's his first time there, though, right? <clears throat> first time he's ever been there, the first laps he's ever made around it. Wow. Yeah. And he, he hadn't drove a whole lot anyway, has he? he? He's probably only drove about uh, 10 to 15 races total. Yeah. Good. Now he'll, he'll get there then. So you got any more races oh, yeah. for him to go to this year? Uh, we may make one more. We, we're just looking around to see what. If anybody else is going to run Thunder Bomber right. later this year, but if not, I'm going to try to carry him a little bit more next year. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great deal. You know, you won't let him run down there with you. That's that's what I think it should be. You carry him when time comes. You carry him to wherever. So, good deal. That's right. So, so tell us about your first year as a track promoter to Lawrence Motor Speedway. We had our ups and downs, and it is a lot to learn. I've always been on the other side of it, and then. Uh, on the promoting side, there's a lot that people don't realize that goes on. Mm-hmm. Well, what what was the most surprising part to you? Uh, all the behind the scenes work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all as racers, we all just show up on Saturdays and you know race and go home. But it's a seven days a week job. Yeah. It's kind of like working on a race car all week long just to come race, right? Exactly. So, so what's the best part that you you gained out of this? You think? Uh, I guess the best part is learning not to open my mouth as a racer, <laughs> because I know what these guys promoting have to go through. <laughs> yeah. So, so now you wish you could take back some stuff to to Danny and Fred, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I can see that. The older I get, too. So, so, so yep. what? So, so you got a dirt track. Now it's off season and. So, so what are we doing to the track? What's happening at the racetrack in the off season? Well, I'm actually out here today. I've got uh, Zach Mitchell down here practicing. He's getting ready to head out to Charlotte, and I've prepped the track today and got the track ready. And he's made went out and made a few laps. He's at the he's up there adjusting on his new car right now. So, right. But it's a it's a never ending thing. We're gonna we're gonna try to rip this place up here and three or four weeks and start hauling some more dirt in and trying to get ready for next year. <clears throat> now, now you say you rip it up, you're going to rip the, the, the clay up on the racetrack. Right. And you're going to haul we'll some out? We're going to haul new dirt in right. and let some of this, you know, if we get some rain, I'll try to soak on in the ground while it's ripped up. Yep. But when we uh, put the new dirt down, we'll blend it all in, plow it, and start getting it ready for next year. Right, so, so you don't make any other, you know, anything else to the racetrack, fences, buildings. We are. We started adding some of the concrete barriers on top of the wall mm-hmm. last year. We we got a good many down the back stretch, and we're got a sponsor that's donating some of those, Thomas Concrete, and we're going to try to eventually get them all the way around this place. Right, so so you're just building the outside walls up higher. Right, yeah, as far as structural stuff, um, you really can't do a whole lot. Mm-hmm. You can add buildings as, as far as portable buildings, but you can't, you know, build any structural. Okay. Now, now it, you're adding to the top of the wall because of safety, or because you add more dirt and it's just <laughs> you're running out of wall. Right, you add add more dirt. Uh, insurance, you know, has got a certain height they want you to stay at and then you know with the dirt and all building up all the time continuously through the night sometimes the wall gets a little short so we just as far as safety is we're just being precautious yeah i remember back in the day we didn't have no concrete had a a dirt bank down back through there you know how high the the signs are i mean i i I went out through there and didn't quite go over the signs but i went as high as the signs turn come back in turning over so right yeah i think the concrete wall is a little better than that that dirt bank could grab you and <laughs> it it throw you out up in there oh yeah so 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 you had a pretty good year and you think you something that you can see that you'll change for next year classes or any kind of what, what's going on we're with actually, all that we're actually gonna have a meeting probably not this coming weekend, but probably the next. We're going to get with some drivers and kind of get a feel on some of the classes. Some classes were mentioned this year, and 
and people were wanting, and then some didn't want others, and I'm going to have a meeting with some of these classes and see which way we want to go before we put out any rules or, yeah. you know, schedule for next year. Well, I'm going to just lay it out there. So, you know, one of the classes that, that I've heard, and I mean, you talked about this a little bit, was a limited class. And, you know, I heard a lot of flack about, uh, you know, you cut the limited out, but you wouldn't have them at three or four cars. And you you tried exactly. to have you tried to have a couple of races, but you still didn't get the car count you anymore, did you? Right, we had. I think we scheduled like six races with them. You know, just every so many weeks, just so that we could see what kind of you know backing they would get. And uh, the last two that we scheduled that was non-sanctioned, we had a twelve hundred dollar race and had three cars show up. Yeah. We had a two thousand dollar to win race and five cars showed up. And so it's just one of them things, you know, they, they holler, they want limited, but they won't show up. Yeah. Well, I know we had a, we had a racer that races some with you down there here a couple of weeks ago. And excuse me, he's, that's what he was saying. He couldn't, uh, oh, I love that sound. That's oh, something yeah. you don't always hear on the radio. That's, yeah. Boys, that's there. There's getting it done down at the Darlington and dirt. <laughs> that, you say who that was, Zach Mitchell? Zach Mitchell. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's all in right there. Yeah. So so yes, I understand that about you. You know the classes and stuff and and see, but that that guy was saying that he didn't understand that you're paying good money, but just the car count wasn't there. Just, right. We had. I mean, we had some nights of a yeah real low car count. We had a couple nights in the seventies, and we had one night that was almost a hundred. So, uh-huh. I mean, it just. But, I mean, it got to where it was, you know, around 50 cars, and we need more than that. Right. So, so to make everything work good, you need, you need 60, 70 cars at least. Right. I mean, 70 cars is a good number. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, I mean, more is better. You know, and, you know, less thing, you know, it ain't too bad sometimes, but, you know, you really need a good car count. Right. <clears throat> now, now what, was you, what would you say your top class is? 602s? Uh, 602s. The GM Performance 602s. We follow their rules. Now, now who was your champion in that deal? Larry Teal. Larry Teal. Round boy. Round boy. Round boy. Wow. I didn't know he was running 602s. Well, that's pretty yeah, cool. he, uh, he started, I want to say he started last year. He ran a full season last year, and he may have ran a few races the year before, but I think this is like his second or third season. Right. Now, now you having a y'all having a banquet? What you doing about that? For as oh, uh, we didn't do know. a banquet this year. Um, we had so many drivers in and out, and you know, most of the time you got to run about seventy percent of the races to even be considered in the, in points, the points and all. So mm-hmm. every class was different. You know, some had more than others, and. Some had less, and a lot of drivers were in and out. So, I mean, it just we're, – we're probably just going to do the trophies now at the second practice next year. Yep. And, you know, if we'll get a good car count and a good amount of guys in the points next year, we try to do a banquet. Yeah, that's, uh, that's old school there. That's the way we used to do it back in the day. You showed up the first race next year and got your trophy. Yep. Yep. So, so yeah, I like that. That's cool. So, what – so we're looking forward to when, when is our I love it. When is our start date? Oh, we're going to start up. Uh, we'll have practice the first two Saturdays in March next year. Okay. And the third Saturday we're going racing. Third Saturday going racing. Breaking news! You heard it first here on Track Chat Live. Yeah, that'd be cool, man. It's. Uh, I'm glad you had a good year, and I hope I I, I think and really do believe that you're gonna. You're going to have, you know, a couple of real great years because keep doing the way you're doing. And, you know, to me, a racer like yourself can can be a promoter. I don't know if right. a promoter can be a racer, but a racer can be a promoter, I think. You know, and I think because you know where we come from, you know what we have to do to get oh, there. Yeah. You know what, what, like you say, you didn't learn a lot about the promoter side from that you didn't know when you was fussing at the promoter about things, right? Exactly. So, all right. Well, I guess uh, we're gonna take a break here and and uh, come Does, back and talk. 
That's right. We're going to come back and we're going to be talking. We're going to ask. We're going to open the phone lines up. And we, Chris, we appreciate you calling in, and uh, we look forward okay. to more racing going on down at Lawrence. And me and David are going to try to make it down there for your season opener. Well, I tried to trade with David. I told him if he'd come on down here, I'd let him drive a dirt car if he'd let me drive the asphalt car. Go over and ask Zach. How can I drive that thing? I love the sound of that. Uh, well, I'm going to see if before he leaves. I'll see if he'll let me make a laugh in it. <laughs> if he does, you call me. I want to know. Yeah, I'll have somebody video it for you. Yeah, there you go. Well, Chris, we appreciate you calling in, and we'll be chatting with you soon. All hey, right, bro. thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, we'll be back. Right after this, here on Track Chat Live. When you hear that sound, it's time to call Jock White Collision Repair. With locations in Easley and Pickens, they will make your visit to the repair shop simple and stress-free. Jock White Collision stands behind their work and guarantees you'll leave 100% satisfied. Stop by today for a free estimate or visit their website at jockwhitecollision.com. Don't be despaired. Jock White will get you repaired. Octane and Irons Beach Stop is your official cruise-in hot-ride hangout in downtown Pickens, South Carolina. Specializing in buying and selling custom cars and trucks. Come show your ride at one of their weekend cruise-ins. If you get hungry, Miss Susan will have plenty of snacks, including hot dogs, fresh lemonade, and mini donuts. Check them out on Facebook at Octane and Irons Beach Shop. Motor Speedway is your home for Friday night short track racing. The competition is guaranteed to leave you on the edge of your seat. Bring the entire family out for a fun night of racing that includes free face painting and activities for ages 12 and under. Bring a friend and head on out Highway 81 or take exit 27 off I-85. Check out their website, AndersonMotorSpeedway.com for all things racing. Anderson Motor Speedway. Yeah, that racetrack. Fatso's is a small barbecue sauce company that delivers big flavor. Founded in the mountains of North Carolina, the amazing taste has helped Fatso's expand to South Carolina at multiple Ingalls locations throughout the upstate. Their all-purpose rub and mopping sauce leaves your mouth saying, wow. Try Fatso's barbecue sauce today. For more info, find them on Facebook or email Company at gmail.com. Hey, sounds like you got a bad alternator or starter. You need to stop by Jeans and let them check it out. Jeans specializes in automotive and heavy equipment. They service foreign or domestic starters and alternators. Don't get stranded on the road. Give Gene or Kenneth a call today at 864-246-3036 or stop by the shop 514 South Welcome Road in Greenville. This is Kenneth Eddie. When I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to Track Chat Live. Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass. All right, back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and the Rocket David Roberts. On our spooky Halloween edition of Track Chat Live, putting the phone number out there we're going to get folks to call in and well we're going to get racers to call in and we want to know about your scariest moment ever behind the wheel of a race car and i think we got someone here track chat live who's this uh, it's ricky ricky hill the doctor of dirt the doctor of dirt ricky <laughs> hill we put the question out there and man you were on it you must have had us on speed dial <laughs> real deal no i was actually working and uh radio was on hooked to my phone and when you texted it went off Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So here's the thing. We want to know what everyone, uh, racers, scariest moment, since Halloween is tomorrow, we want to know what your scariest moment is behind the wheel of a race car. Scariest moment would be uh, about five years ago, going to Harris Speedway, uh, SCDRA race, qualified on the pole for 2,000 to win, led every lap. When we took the checker and I stuck my arm out the window to congratulate myself, and the second place man thought it was a white flag and hooked me, turned me head on in the wall, and I barrel rolled eight times. Wow. Mm. That would be my scariest moment. Uh, I mean, race was over. You know, you're happy. You think it's over. You congratulate yourself. And then the next thing you know, you're end over end and upside down. 
<laughs> wow. So, yeah, that would have to be my scariest moment, I would say. And you say that I've never been hit that or the checkered except for that one time. You say that was at Harris? At the Harris Speedway, yeah. yeah. Well, Mitchell had him a little a little scared this past week, too, didn't he? Yeah, third place guy. I thought it was a white flag, too. We was actually talking about that. Uh, I don't know how people think it's white flag when the caution lights are on and everybody's slowing down, but you, I guess they think they just automatically get a little bit faster all of a sudden. And what what was Mitchell? Was he, he run second or something that I see? Yeah, he run second up there at Charlotte. Uh the race was over. They took the checkered, and at Charlotte, when you uh, when the race is over, you turn off off the racetrack on the back straightaway. Yeah, where everybody's slowing down, uh, turn, getting ready to turn off the racetrack, and they said third place man. He just he never let off a gas. Wow. Mitchell went to turn, and he was wide open in the throttle, about to set it off in the next corner because the exit of the exit to get off the speedway is right at the opening of turn three, and he just drove straight through the side of it. Yeah, I seen I seen the aftermath. That'd be kind of scary. So. It's like they're going to, have to tell this group, uh, are they on race mo- uh, race receivers? Y'all wear race receivers? Yes, sir. They own, they, they own race receivers. Uh, they own race receivers. They got a flagman and they got lights. Just I think some people in racing, some of these new guys in racing, I don't think they know what a light and a flag is. If the man ain't talking <laughs> in their ear, and they don't know what's going on. Could be it. Yeah, I mean... Something that's that's kind of that's kind of bad. All right, Ricky, appreciate you yeah, calling I in. Mean, we got I, we got somebody else calling call the station. <laughs> thank thank you, man. All right, <laughs> the real deal, Ricky Hill. That was a pretty scary moment there. If you want to call in, it's eight six four two two four six seven three three. We want to hear your stories. Eight six four two two four six seven three three that's the number to call into the station and we want to hear the scariest moment you've ever had behind the wheel of a race car yeah, yeah. all right we got somebody calling in right now right. track chat live who is this kenneth hedden, kenneth hedden. super k How you doing fine doing great man thanks to you got got our jeans alternator and starter to look at my my alternator and got i met my starter and got me set so i'm good to go now now i got to get the still truck around. Yeah. He's still got the record number, right? I yeah. still got the record number. I don't know what about rocking chair over. He's still hanging in there with you. I'm rocking, baby. Rocking, not rocking chair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah let's uh, give your uh, give us your scariest moment in the race, and it, that, not when you see me in the mirror, but something else. No. Woo. <laughs> yeah, I see them big old eyes up in that mirror. Sometimes. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. I guess probably the spookiest. Probably that UARA race we had back, I don't know, 07, 08, 09, in them mid-2000s, and me and Corey LaJoy got tangled up on the back track. That thing flipped upside, not side, upside down, but on the side, and slid all the way down the wall. His rear tire actually got in and cut the groove in the steering wheel. Mm. That's how close we were. And, and, of course, you know, it caught on fire and all that crap like that. So, you know, I guess that was the scariest or pump the brakes down a straightaway and there's none and you wide open and get outside wall. <laughs> Are you back off you the gas and it don't Are you back off the gas and it don't quit? Yeah. Back years ago when we first went to and David can vouch for this, we went to Crate Motors. We didn't we, we pulled a lot, a lot less gear so it didn't slow us down as much and we used a lot of brake at Greenville. Mm. A lot of brake. And if you didn't, didn't manage, you'd blow a right front brake rotor and then you got a clip. Yeah, yeah, man. I put. I guess that's why I was just serious. Yeah, I don't know what Jeff's doing over here. He's just all over here. <laughs> My scariest <laughs> moment on the radio is his chair. It keeps yeah. cracking and popping over here. <laughs> he can't be still. Yeah. You know how he is, Jeff. He probably does <laughs> spin it around, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kenneth, we appreciate you calling in, man. Yes, sir. Have a good one. Yeah, yep. I don't talk to you guys later. Y'all have a good Halloween and probably a good Thanksgiving. All right, same to you. Track Chat Live, who's this? Steve Howard. Steve Howard. Wow. <laughs> I tell you, you're, right. I, I want to guess what your scariest moment was. Can I guess? <laughs> well, no, I know what it was. It was um, the first was, you know, we run the vintage deal, and uh, I'd never raced in a race. We went to the vintage nationals at Dillon Speedway, and I went out first practice, first on the grid out. Never been around a bunch of cars. And, buddy, when I went down that track and they dropped the green flag to go, they passed me like I was backing up. I thought I was at Daytona. I'm telling you, right, it scared me to death. I went in the pits. That's the honest God truth. Freight <laughs> <laughs> train, freight train me on both sides. I was like, what in the heck have I got myself into? <laughs> I was going to say that 
whenever you looked in the rearview mirror and you saw Marty Ward coming up. That would be your scariest moment because you knew what was about to happen. I trust Marty, though. I mean, he that that didn't bother me. When you got a bunch of people that you never raced with before and they freight training you like that, and I just – I was worried more about me getting in their way than, than anything and tear their cars up. So I just kind of stood right in the middle, and then I eased back around through that, and I said, I ain't really ready for this. <laughs> so while we got you on the phone, what what's going on with, with you as far as your racing uh, next season? Well, uh, of course, David there is uh, helping us, and uh, greatly, greatly appreciate having a veteran on our classic sportsman deal. He just come up with some really, really good fair rules, and uh, we're going to be posting those soon. And uh, we plan on getting some, uh, some pretty good, good old style racing going next year with uh, if all the stars line up. So we're going to do everything we can to make that happen. A lot of people's interested, and a lot of people's working on cars. So. Uh, we just have to see if the stars line up and see if it'll happen. Well, that's awesome. Yep, I think it's going to be a good deal. Yeah. A good deal for them. I think. Uh, I think they can get some more cars by what they're doing here, what we're trying to do, and it's going to make it more fair, more fun to watch. Now, is this the Southern Classic stock cars you're talking about? Yes, sir. It is. It is. And uh, like I said, I can't thank David <laughs> enough for. I mean, a veteran like that that's just stepping up to help us. Is, is a big key thing because, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm a, a rookie kind. I've been doing this just four or five years, and, uh, you know, it's hard to get people motivated when somebody, I really can't talk intelligently about it. So that's what kind of steers people. I mean, that's old guy, what's he doing? And, and David stepping up is, I think, it's going to be a gigantic thing for our deal here. So uh, if people trust him and they know he knows what he's talking about. So that's going to help us a lot. Yeah, I fooled my wife for 40 something years. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know how to do it, don't you, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how to. I know how to talk it up. So yeah, but I think uh, I do think that you know we come up with a good little plan to start with, and I think you know hopefully ain't speaking out, but we're looking maybe sometime in February to have a have a uh, track day for everybody to come with that deal you know, on a Saturday and, and bring their cars it can. It, ones that are not ready to come anyway and look and kind of go on about our business. I think, absolutely. Yeah. Just, yeah, absolutely. And get everybody on board. And then the people that are building them, they, they're they going to have a copy of your rules. And uh, and they'll know how to how to move forward. And that way they ain't guessing. And when they get to the track, oh, you can't have that. You can't have this. So we're kind of doing this right. And uh, everybody will know. And there shouldn't be no, no problem. Yes, Good sir. Time. Yes, sir. All right. Well, we got another call coming in, Steve. We appreciate it. Okay. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. Track Chat Live, who's this? This is Andrew. Andrew. Andrew who? Andrew Brown? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. So, uh... We was wanting race car drivers. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, basically, oh you're, you're a racer. You don't get to race much now because you are busy doing other things, uh, mainly uh, calling races, you know, in the tower. But we were asking everyone, all the racers tonight, what is your scariest moment behind the wheel of a race car? Uh, 2011 flipping over a lot. <laughs> Where was that at? Uh, it was at uh, Anderson Motor Speedway on the front straightaway. I uh, almost hit the flag stand, and uh, it was it was it was something you don't want to do again. What exactly happened that night? Well, I might have been a little bit preoccupied with um, with trying to uh, run concessions and a lot of things, and had the opportunity to race and started at the back of the field and um i was uh trying to make it to the front very quick because there were some drivers here that i would have uh i really wanted to compete with and um pushed a little bit harder than i should um there were some people piled up in front of me and um i thought i had them cleared and one one of them shot out of of the wreck and kind of made contact and we will hopped and the next thing i know i was flipping down the front straightaway Mm. How many times? Yeah, not one. Not one of the greatest moments ever. For did, sure. you, did you count how many times? Uh, they said something like eleven or thirteen times. Wow, that's a good one. Oh yeah, it is. That's a good. You're gonna do it. Do it right. Yep, do it right. <laughs> I mean, you know. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they say I do things right. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> All right, Drew. Appreciate you calling in, man. All right. Thank y'all. Yes, sir. All right, Andrew Brown did barrel roll back in with a legend car, so uh, pretty scary. I mean, I've never, I mean, I've drove probably two or three cars, but I've never been in fast enough, I guess, to have an accident. But uh, I can imagine you start going airborne and start f- flying, and oh, it's, you have a, you can, you it's can be a scared. sense of something, yeah. Yeah, track chat live. Who's this? This is Wes. 
Wesley Thompson, how are you doing, sir? Good, how are you? Good. So we're asking all the racers tonight, uh, what is their scariest moment behind the wheel of a race car? And I'm sure you've got one or three or five. Mine was probably a new Asheville Speedway. Uh, last in a car, he moved up. We wheel hopped, and I went over the wall up in the signboard. Come back down in the track, didn't have neither one of the front tires on, and it was hung wide open, running the inside wall wide open like I was riding a wheelbarrow. Hmm. That's probably my most hard, roughest wreck, I guess. Wow. That, that, that one sounds pretty bad. Doesn't legend car? Ain't none, of, ain't none of my racing experience as bad as riding with my daddy to the racetrack. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it was going to be something like that about dad when when you yeah. called. But, yeah. but was that with a legend car up in Asheville? Yep, it yeah. was. Uh, I didn't own the car. I was driving the car for Perry Woods. We didn't have no deal or nothing. I was just driving <laughs> Toward all the pieces, I was worried. He wasn't there. I was worried to death. And, uh, we got home and fixed it before Barry seen it. So <laughs> put a clip and all on it. So Barry come out and watched us at Anderson a few weeks after that. Boy, car looks good. I said, you'd be glad you didn't see it a couple weeks ago. <laughs> wow. wow. Well, man, we appreciate you calling in, Wesley. Uh, thanks a lot. And we we'll hope you get lots right. of candy tomorrow when you go trick-or-treating. All right. <laughs> thanks, Wesley. Right. Bye. Bye. New Asheville Speedway. I haven't heard that in... A while. Oh, that was a that wasn't nothing but a bowl. Mm. <laughs> that place was something. First time we went up there with my brother way back in the seventies, they had a grease hog catching contest. It was five hundred dollars. Me and my buddy at the time, Kenneth Campbell, we decided we we're gonna catch that pig. We got over there and jumped in that pile with them, them hillbillies, I guess we'll call them. Uh huh. And they come up bleeding and buds with noses and stuff. And that's too serious for us. We oh <laughs> me and him goodness. got out from there. Uh, <laughs> so, that's my experience from that. I knew Asheville Speedway. That's funny. All right. Uh, racers still taking your phone calls. 864-224-6733. We want to hear your scariest moment behind the wheel of a race car. You know, since tomorrow is, is Halloween, we are celebrating Hallow's Eve today. David's in his costume. I am... In my costume, <laughs> folks. If we had a camera, you would you would understand how yeah. scary David is. <laughs> We've also got someone else in here where they're not saying anything. Yeah, she ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> She's not smile. gonna say anything. But if we want to we want to hear from you. Uh, give us a call eight six four two two four six seven three three. And with that being said, we're going to go ahead and, and take our last break. And uh, unless in case we don't have any more phone calls, we'll jump back in with the Rocket Says right after this here on Track Chat Live. Ooh. Man, that car sounds good. Oh, you know, it's just that Carnage exhaust I got at Troy's Muffler. Troy has kept the upstate sounding great with the latest muffler trends and their very own custom exhaust for over 35 years. If you need custom exhaust work, repair, or to diagnose a problem, They've got you covered. Home of the world-renowned Carnage Performance Exhaust. Call today at 864-964-9667 to schedule an appointment or visit troysmuffler.com. No one likes to drive a car that doesn't shine. Take your ride to distinctive details and let them give it that new car look. Nick and the gang are sure to make your car smile with their excellent detail experience. From cars to trucks and anything in between, they are guaranteed to give your vehicle a showroom shine. Call 864-234-0341 or stop by 212 North Main in Malden to give your ride that new car look. Pet supplies for all your fur baby needs. Shop Valsons has the perfect accessories to make pampering your pet an easy task. Grooming supplies, water bowls, and jewelry are just a few of the things you'll find at Valsons Pet Supplies. Located at shopvalsons.com, they are just one click away from making your shopping trip a desirable experience. Visit their new location at 1706 Highway 86 in Piedmont, South Carolina. When you don't have seconds to spare, call On Time Heating and Air. When you want fast and reliable service, On Time Heating and Air has over 55 years experience. They'll be there on time for your heating and cooling needs. They offer same day and after hour service for your convenience. Their professional courteous technicians will be there on time to discuss your situation, make recommendations, and show you the first price so there'll be no surprises. Visit them at OnTimeSC.com. 
Tri-County Speedway is the place to be in 2023 for Saturday Night Thunder that shakes the mountains in Granite Falls, North Carolina. Featuring Lake Model Stock, Limited Lake Model, Renegade, Four-Wheel Drive, Outlaws, Street Stocks, and Full Body Vintage. Cheer Parking is available, so load up the family and bring them to Tri-County USA. They serve a wide variety of concessions along with great racing that will leave you on the edge of your seat. For a complete schedule, visit PTriCountySpeedway.com. JW Machine Fab is Fountainia's choice for machining and fabrication needs. They offer a wide range of services that includes milling, AutoCAD design, and welding with on-site installation. If you're not sure how the final project will look, they will create a prototype version to help you better understand the outcome. Their top-notch quality and quick turnaround has kept them competitive in today's market. Call them at 864-423-3690 for free estimates or visit jwmachinandfab.com. Rocket baby. Well, I want the best short track racing coverage. I listen to Track Chat Live. Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass. Back here on Track Chat Live, just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts. <laughs> continuing, continuing with our scariest moments behind the wheel of a race car. Appreciate all the folks who have called in so far. We've had some good ones. Yeah. Yes, we have. New, I like the new Asheville Speedway. Yeah. yeah that, that was a fun little jump. Yes, it was. All right. David, since... Uh, we ain't got no callers, so I'll say... Uh, no one's called in right now, so... Uh, I've had I've had two, two experiences. Both of them have been at the Dollington of the Dirt. One's where I turned over. About when I did the racetrack, went up the highs of signs, turned over six eight times landed on my top just uh you know demolished the car but nothing nothing bad that was scared first time it ever turned over but my worst was and he's actually a cousin of my wife he was running asphalt and his name is mark sullivan oh we yeah know, we all know the tank. tank so i caught him into coming to he went to livonia and stuff and his asphalt and he talked him into coming in there and running late modeling the dirt that old dylan card and Anyway, he came, run a couple of races, and he had something had happened in, in, in my heat race, and I had to start in the rear, and he messed around and won his heat, and we started, and I guess on about the second lap, we, we come off turn two, and I couldn't see anything but dust, and he had gotten into the bank kind of the way I had done a couple of years before, and it turned over down the back straightaway. Well, I seen a, a his car was a, a bright green. I seen a flash of green in the lights and all the dust you couldn't see your hand in front of your face and i i swerved left and locked locked the brakes down and all of a sudden bam i hit something solid when the dust cleared got out his car was laying upside down it had it had smashed the top bars down to the doors and he was the door the top of the doors was laying on the racetrack the roof was gone the bars had gone smashed down around his head that scared me more oh my than anything. goodness i thought i you know, I, I I thought he was dead. That's how bad it was. And somebody come come over and hollered. You know, people's jumping over the fence and stuff and hollered. He's moving. He's moving. And we flipped the car. We all. I felt like I could do it by myself. We flipped the car over, and when it landed back over on its wheels, I mean, he was sitting there, like I say, up out of the car, and his helmet had blue paint from the dashboard of my car. I hit him just perfect as he was turning the thing when I, if I hadn't locked it up it ain't no telling what would happen and he found the carburetor the next next couple of days when he got his car home stuff and took, but couldn't find the carburetor tore the carburetor off the car oh my goodness it was stuck under the bottom through the floorboard the stud had stuck through there and wedged and, and the carburetor was hanging under the bottom of the car so that's the scariest moment I've ever had and he tell you today he felt he wasn't hurt till I grabbed a hold of him said he felt like I broke his neck I was hugging him so hard because that, that was the scariest moment I ever had in racing. I've never, as I mentioned, I've never had any scary moments <laughs> because I'm not a, a racer, but I've seen quite a few, you know, just at various racetracks I've been at throughout my years. And uh, I've seen cars go up, you know, airborne, like Jansen Marchbanks was in a legend car one night, mm-hmm. went went airborne. We saw a Bandolero ride the wall on the backstretch of Anderson and just about went over the wall. I think the, the billboards were coming up and that's what kept the car on the speedway, but it would have went on down. And if you'd ever look behind the, the billboards at Anderson, it's, it's straight down. Yeah, it's a, it's a cliff. Yeah. So uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and do your favorite segment. You got something brewing over there, David? Yeah. All right. Here we go, guys. Time for 
Rocket says. He's been scrolling through the headlines all week long. Fasten your seatbelts. Now let's see what's on his mind. I want to share something with you. It's time for The Rocket Says, brought to you by Chastain Idiot Air, here on Trike Chat Live. The Rocket Says brought to you by Chastang Heating and Air. Chris, what you doing? How about making us some of them old peanuts, boy? I know <laughs> you work. Yeah, man. He, you didn't know he is the boiled peanut king. He used to sell boiled. No, I did not know that. Yeah. Is yeah. he the one that does it over there? He don't do it anymore. He done it in a while. Oh, but at so Greenville Pickens years ago, he was the man. He sold them boiled peanuts. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. And I meant to tell him the other day, he gave us a he gave us the kind of recipe, and we went and me and uh, we made some at the shop, and they turned out pretty good. Really? Okay. Yep. So, well, so hey, yeah. we need to have a boiled peanut party up here. We should have told Chris to come up here tonight, and yeah. we could have done some uh, trick-or-treating and tell people to come by and get some boiled peanuts. Yeah, he's got his mask on year-round. I mean, he, he wouldn't mind. <laughs> oh, poor Chris. <laughs> so now, you, you see who said that now, it, not yeah, me. Yeah, So, so, let's, so get get on, let's, let's get on the rant here. So, so my thing this week is about tech men. Uh-oh. Racetrack tech men. Hurt me. Now, you go to one racetrack, and they don't check a blasted thing. Then you go to this other racetrack, and they check whatever. What? I went to a racetrack here not long ago, and they was checking to see how many bolts I had in my side glass. And I said, I've never seen a rule on that. Oh, yeah, there's a rule. I said, but we worried about where I got enough bolts in my plastic window side glass. I said, shouldn't we be checking something else? Something more, you know. I just I just think that the tech people need, we need some kind of committee. We got enough racetracks around here. Why don't they get together and form them an alliance that's always checking all the same things, checking, you know. Like a union? There you go. Well, not a union. I don't want to go on strike, you know. <laughs> some of them's already on strikes. So it don't matter. But, but you know, some kind of... Uh, continuity of checking checking these things to check stuff and it's a i think you know in today's world we need to check bodies a little bit make sure nobody's getting way out and offsets and different things motors carburetors fuel stuff like that that you can check it's easy you know and and it's hard nowadays to check a motor to pull the motor apart because it takes takes a lot of money right to put them back together so with the purses we got and uh and what's going on i mean we got uh i don't know it just needs to be some kind of continuity we need consistency of, right consistency we ain't got no consistency go one place and it's like what in the world you go to some place is there even a tech man here mm, yeah you know what i'm saying i think safety should be number one priority as well i'm not saying names well, but you know i seen a guy one time had a roll cage and it was basically a swing set went to the yeah. backyard yeah took his kids <laughs> swing set and yeah. Made, it, made a roll cage. You yeah, know? But when you go to looking at <laughs> bolts in the back glass or the side window, I'm like, dude, come, you know. He said, well, we, I said, where's that in the rule book? What's well, in there. I said, well, I've never seen it. And he said, well, you got holes there in your side glass. You got to have bolts in them. I said, well, I'll just make me another side glass. that ain't got so many dadgum holes in it. <laughs> well, there you go, folks. The Rockets rant that's, on text people. That's it, baby. So get I'll get you act together. Get it together. There you go. And if you want to talk, talk about it. You're welcome to come on down to El Taco for the official Track Chat Live after party. The Rocket, myself, Marie, get Rena down there. We're all going to go and, and we'll talk about this, Tech Man. Come on down. We'll share a taco and we'll, we'll show some rule books and we'll we'll talk about all that, okay? But if you can't make it down to El Taco tonight, maybe you can uh, make it to the Lecture City Pizza tomorrow for the lunch buffet at 11 to 2 for $9.99. All the pizza you can eat. And they also have some nice subs up there as well, so... El Taco tonight, Electric City Pizza tomorrow, and then next week we'll be back here for more Track Chat Live. See ya. Good night, Jeff. Good night, Jason. <laughs>